are you just doing things because on paper that means that you love yourself or are do you actually love yourself hello friends and welcome to another episode of the podcast if you have never heard my voice before my name is isa and this is what i'm calling an anti new year's resolutions episode in true aquarius fashion i love new years i love the idea of you know a fresh start a clean slate every first of the month i do so much cleansing physical cleaning and also just energetic cleansing within my home within my space within myself um I'm setting goals, I'm setting intentions, I'm reflecting every week. I am also setting goals and intentions um, for the coming week. So I am very much like I am all about the, the goal setting and the marking of time as a way to transition or shift in whatever way we need to. I love that about humans, okay? I love that about us. I really do. But there's also this part of me that kind of detests new year's resolutions more and more every year and i think it's really in response to the way social media just kind of bombards us especially when you are in the self-development space when you are in the self-healing transformation spirituality space we just get kind of bombarded with this message that you know it's new year's like first of all people start throwing out the there's only six months left in the year there's only four months left in the year what are you gonna do that that's however many days and however many hours and what are you gonna do at that time like people start doing that shit before it we're we're even in fall season okay and that just grinds my fucking gears because can we just chill the fuck out like do you know what's happening in the world right now anyway so if you are hoping for someone to guide you into how you can set goals that you will actually accomplish in 2024 how to become your best self your highest self in 2024 this is not the episode for you or maybe it is if you can open your mind a little bit outside of the traditional narrative surrounding new year's and new year's resolutions like i said i am all for setting goals and setting intentions and using timestamps to do so i think it's a beautiful thing a powerful thing that we can do for ourselves to create structure and to kind of dip into our masculine energy and you know determine what direction we're moving in and if you want to do new year's resolutions please by all means if you want to set goals by all means do that but within this last month of 2023 When everyone around you is screaming at you a million different ways to level up, to be better in 2024, I would like to challenge you on this. How deeply can you come into acceptance and love for the versions of you that existed this year? 
How deeply can you come into acceptance of the version of you that you sit with now? How much compassion and acceptance and love for this version of yourself that you are now and every version of yourself that you have embodied in the last year how much love compassion and acceptance can you have for yourself so much of self-development content and narratives are centered around constantly moving up constantly progressing constantly trying to be better fixing fixing and we look at that through a lens of positivity. We have to be doing positive things. We have to be feeling and experiencing positive things in order to to know that we are growing, right? And I talk a lot about um, the importance of recognizing the value in stillness and recognizing the value and the wisdom and the growth that exists in periods of shadow, periods of rest, periods of depression even. I have a couple episodes where we've talked about that and I will link those below if you're interested. But when so much of what we understand about healing is rooted in in this idea that, you know, if you're not moving forward... You're not moving anywhere, right? And if you're not moving anywhere, you're not growing and you failed somehow, right? And I think that that narrative, that mentality leaves us stuck in this cycle of doing all of these things so that we can love ourselves and our life more, but never are we actually pausing to actually sit in the embodiment of love and acceptance of who we are and what our life is right now. Isn't that fucking silly? (laughs) It's so silly. But it makes sense because we are chasing after something, right? We are chasing after this idea of perfection, of bliss, of happiness, of healedness, right? In the context of a society in which everything is, is very masculine, Uh, It's energized by a very masculine um, lens, which is about action and moving forward, right? And we, we lose sight of this pause and embodiment of actually loving ourselves. Are you just doing things because on paper that means that you love yourself? Or are, do you actually love yourself? What do you feel? Feel the difference. Are you just doing all these things? And it's not to invalidate the things that you're doing. If you're if you're working out every day, or you're journaling, or you're meditating, or whatever, you're setting boundaries, you're doing all the things. Good fucking job. I am so proud of you. I really am. I really am. I want to emphasize this is not to invalidate the work and the effort that you are putting in to to changing and healing but in the same breath do you actually feel like you love yourself love your life can you pause long enough to feel into that and to embody genuine love and acceptance of yourself right the fuck now right now Even if right now you happen to be in a period where you 
can't do all the things anymore. You're tired. You're depressed. You're grieving. You're heartbroken. You are tired. Can you feel still love and acceptance for yourself even in a space, a period of your life where you are not on paper, on the surface, doing all the things to quote unquote love yourself. Self-love does come from transformation. It does come from expansion and growing and learning from past mistakes, right? But on a deeper level, self-love and healing is found in that radical acceptance, the embodiment of acceptance for exactly what you are and who you are right now and what your life is right now. Can you sit with everything that you've done this year? Everything you've said or not said, everything you've accomplished or not accomplished, everything you've fucked up, everything good, bad, ugly. Can you sit with all of that and fully accept the version of you that you sit with right now? A very common mindset I see is seeking growth and healing in the name of getting away from some version of yourself. You're seeking growth because you're cringing at the dumb shit that you've done, right? And I can relate to this, okay? Especially this year. There is a part of me that wants to, I'm hearing my advice and I, there's a part of me that is like, nah, but I really fucked up this year. I feel like I fucked up because if I'm being completely honest, completely transparent with you listening to this episode right now, I spent most of this year and last year trying to make relationships, romance relationships work when I knew in my deepest knowing that those relationships were not healthy for me. That they did not serve me and my happiness. There is a part of me that wants to be so angry and disappointed in the version of me that has existed the last year, even two fucking years, where I was just hopelessly trying to get this person or that person to love and accept me the way I wanted to be loved and accepted. You better believe that I look back and I'm, I want to I wanna smack that version of me. I want to shake her. And I have to also sit with that. I have to sit with that version of myself right now that feels ashamed. That feels like I let myself down. I have to sit with that version of myself. And as much as I want to cringe at the versions of me that have carried me through this year, I am challenging myself to reflect on why those versions even existed to begin with. And understand that if I am cringing at anything I've done in the past, whether it was six months ago, a year ago, or two years ago, five years ago, ten years ago, if you are cringing at something that you've done in the past... 
the very act of looking back and wishing that you had done something differently simply means that the version of you that is sitting here looking back and cringing has grown and can now take that knowledge, that wisdom moving forward. That's beautiful. If you have shit to cringe at, that means that you are growing. So I want to offer some guiding questions that you can meditate on, journal on, whatever feels good to you to help you come into a deeper state of acceptance this New Year's. What versions of yourself did you embody this year? Who were they? If you were to, to look at them objectively or from an outside perspective, who, who were those people? What were their values? What were they doing? It's not about judgment, but what versions of you existed? I'll go first. <laughs> a version of myself that played a huge role was a version of me that deeply deeply just wanted to be loved deeply just wanted to be accepted to the point of self-sacrifice to the point of self-abandonment and that's a version of myself that has played a role many times in my life because it's a version of myself that was born or created from early on in childhood Okay, and I'm sharing that to, you know, if you want to get deeper with this, you can. Allow these questions to, to guide you deep, more deeply into yourself. Okay. Another version that existed of myself is a version that I um, have really taken on in the later half of the year, which is a version of me that sets hard boundaries, that knows exactly what she wants and will not take any less than that. And I'm grateful for both because they both served a purpose. And we're going to get into that in just a second. The next question is, how do I initially feel about these versions? Like when you are sitting here and you're writing about, okay, this is, this is a version of me that played a role. And I want you to look also, I want to say, I want you to look outside of like the role of mother or lover or friend or what, like what, what, what is the energy of that version of you, okay? When you are reflecting on those versions of yourself, what are the initial feelings that come up for me when I initially reflect on the version of me that told desperately wanted to be loved and accepted my initial feelings are ugh, ugh, cringe okay and I can very easily shift into okay well we can have compassion we can but what are your initial feelings towards each version of yourself be really fucking honest here now for this next question I'm gonna invite you to dig a little bit deeper what role did each of these versions 
of yourself play for your growth? That role could be protection, self-preservation. That role could be deepening love for yourself. That role could be becoming a better lover, a better friend. It could be understanding yourself more. It could be learning a lesson. What role did each version of you play in your growth? When I reflect on the version of me that was so desperately in need of love and continuing to allow someone to mistreat me over and over again and fighting for my life to hold on to that attachment even though I knew it wasn't healthy for me and I knew it was hurting me and pulling me away from myself in big ways I can recognize that that version of me existed to try and protect me from getting hurt even though I was hurt (laughs) I was hurting I was being mistreated That version of me just wanted love. And so it was doing everything it could to get that love and acceptance. To avoid being alone. To avoid feeling hurt and abandoned. It was trying to protect me. It was trying to get a need met. Which was the need for connection. The need for acceptance and love. That is why that version of me existed. When you have shadows or parts of yourself that are buried deep in your unconscious mind they will act out in a way to protect you or preserve you in in some way and so when you become conscious of those parts of yourself and why they exist what they are and why they exist. You can recognize going forward the ways in which they show up and what they are asking from you, what they are trying to do for you. And you can move accordingly. You bring them into the light. You bring them into love. This is radical acceptance and love in action. You don't shy away from what you are cringing at You don't turn away from it. You turn towards it. Right? And turning towards it. Think of a child. Right? When a child is crying. You initially. You're. Ugh. God. (laughs) You want to turn away from it. At least that's my response. Okay? But what you do in that moment will impact their development greatly if you turn towards that child and their big feelings and instead of trying to shut it down stop crying be quiet because it's just bothersome to you and burdensome to you and you don't know what to do with it it's making you uncomfortable or you don't want to see them you don't want to see them hurt or whatever it is when you choose instead to sit with it 
and allow that child to express what it needs to express and be what it needs to be in that moment for itself. You show that child love. And I want you to approach these different versions of of yourself in the same way. You are turning towards it and you are recognizing why those versions existed, why they had to exist for you and your development. Then you can bring this same kind of reflection into what version of me is sitting here now? Who am I right now? Again, no judgment. Who am I right now? What am I right now? And what do I think this version of me now is here for? What does this version of me serve? Let's say you are in that that space where you're depressed and you're tired. and You just can't fucking do it, right? That version of you serves a purpose as well as the version of you that is like on fucking fire. Doing all the things and moving forward and accomplishing things, right? This version of you now, if this is where you are at, this version of you serves a purpose as well. What is the purpose? What purpose is this version of you, this embodiment of yourself, what purpose is that serving right now? Rest, protection, deeper compassion. What is it? What are you getting from this version of you? And then how do you see these versions of yourself continuing to help you grow? Every version of you that you have embodied in the last year, how do you see these versions of yourself continuing to help you grow and heal in some way even if on the surface these versions of you are negative or like they're a version of you that you are cringing at how can instead of trashing them and saying i'm i'm gonna i'm gonna turn into a whole different version of myself next year i'm leaving that version of me behind no 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 this is integration in shadow work this is integration We are not denying these parts of ourselves. We are not trashing them in the name of expanding into a higher version of ourselves that never makes the same mistakes. No, no, we're not doing that. (laughs) I can sit here and recognize that that version of me that deeply wants love and is terrified of being abandoned, that version of me will serve a purpose again in the future. And the way it will serve a purpose is because I have turned my attention towards it, because I have held space for it, because I have understood why it existed. In the future, when there comes a time when I am faced with a connection or relationship of any kind, I can recognize when that version of me shows its face and why. If I notice that I start to do dumb shit again, I can be like, oh, I know what that is. I know who that is. I know what she's here for. I'm doing these things because I just want love. And thank you for showing me that. Thank you for showing your face and reminding me that in response to these deep-rooted wounds, these feelings, 
I can choose differently. And instead of continuing to act out and do the same dumb shit that I've been doing the last year, two years, because I know what it is. I know what it looks like. I know where it's coming from. I know what it's here to show me. I can move differently. And I can choose to just turn towards that version of myself in love and give myself that, um, that love in other ways instead of externally, instead of in unhealthy ways, right? So how can you, and if you can't get super deep with this, that's okay. But, you know, don't force yourself to come to these answers. Allow them to come to you. How can these versions of me continue to teach you and continue to help you? Just be aware of yourself and why you are doing the things that you're doing. And then shift accordingly. Are you self-sabotaging? Why? Why? Okay. Because you're afraid of being alone? Because you're afraid of failure? Because you're afraid of success? Even? Because you're afraid of being vulnerable? Because why? You're overworking yourself? Okay, why? Where is that coming from? Whatever it is. I'm just throwing things out there. You're overworking yourself. You're not giving yourself time to rest. Where is that coming from? Why did that version of you exist this year? You're partying. You're drinking way too much. You're hanging out with people who you don't give a fuck about, who don't give a fuck about you. Why did that version of you exist this year? And how, how can bringing that version of you closer in love and acceptance prevent you from doing the same dumb shit again (laughs) so sit with these questions allow them to take you wherever you are meant to be taken they don't have to be answered in order the order that i'm giving uh that i've given them to you is just kind of a, a rough structure and a guide to help move you into whatever direction you need to move in um as far as reflection and awareness of self and acceptance of self. Um, So with all of that being said, I hope these were helpful. I hope that you carry this energy of just choosing to accept yourself where you are at right now, whether you accomplished all of the big goals that you wanted to accomplish this year or not, whether you were hindered by something that was out of your control or that was in your control, wherever you are at in your reflection of the last year, I hope that this helps you to move into deeper acceptance and compassion, you know, because we, we're not here to always get it right. We're not going to always get it right, no matter how much we know. Um, it's like that saying, the, the man that thinks he knows everything knows nothing at all, right? Allow yourself to make mistakes. Allow yourself to be imperfect, etc. All of those lovely cliches, but they're cliche for a reason, right? So, so much love to you. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. And if you did enjoy this episode, go ahead and leave me a five-star review below let me know your thoughts it's always appreciated and whenever you are listening to this episode happy new year all of the fucking things (laughs) 
(laughs) be safe be smart be loving and i will talk to you next week